Hello again, everyone. It is time for another episode of the Community Connection Show, the show that brings you positive stories and encouraging news as we interview top leaders in every sector of the community. And now, here is your host, national speaker and best-selling author, Ryan Sowers. Hello again, everybody. It's another Community Connections with Ryan Sowers. I have a special guest, my friend and colleague, Mayor Barbara Bender of Snellville. She's also the owner of Barbara Bender CPA. Barbara, thanks for joining me. This special Saturday morning edition, how are you today? I'm good, Ryan. How are you doing? Doing well, doing well. Uh, I think we're all, Saturday seems like Friday, seems like Monday, seems like Tuesday. So uh, you and I decided to pick a time and and come on and share a couple of things. You've got a neat role as elected official of Snellville and talking with the state and municipalities, and you also own a small business. And uh, from the small business being a CPA standpoint, you could talk through both hats as you and I discussed before going on air. What, what are you seeing right now, Barbara? You know, there's just a lot going on. I am seeing mass overwhelm, uh, especially from business owners. Uh, people are overwhelmed. Uh, the CARES Act that was just uh, signed by the president a week ago Friday came out offering a host of benefits for businesses to try to help get them through this, and no one knows what to do. Uh, the biggest the biggest thing everybody seems to be gravitating towards is this payroll protection program loan. Um, and those will be administered by your local bank that does SBA lending, and the banks aren't ready for it yet. Right. Um, but yet they're announcing on TV that the funding's there and see your banker, and the bankers are like, we don't have the money and we don't have the underwriting process in place. So they're trying to... Up to speed very quickly and fielding all the phone calls and the emails. Um, so it's everybody's just it's it's a little chaotic right now. Typically, yeah. when we we see legislation like this pass, there's usually quite a few months before things actually start. And this was just unprecedented in the the you know how quick that it was supposed to be up and going. Yeah, and I mean, again, as you said earlier, you know, coming from your own business, so you feel it from just a small business owner, just like you know a lot of our audience is. Um, and yeah, we're being told, you know, as an elected official, you know, we're being told, go to your local bank and they'll help you out. So I think we've got a, I mean, I guess your your advice to them possibly is, you know, we've, we're all, we're all in this together and and we got to kind of figure out so we can get, you know, whatever the loans or whatever's going to come out. But it's, it's a lot of information to digest probably, you know, in a week or two periods of time. Right. And for the first four days, I know as a CPA, I mean, all we have were bullet points. You know, here's the points of what was in the law. Well, that sounds really great. But when you're definitions, you need, um, you know, you need the criteria, you need the little ins and outs of it. And we didn't get that until Thursday afternoon, the SBA published an interim rule. You can find that on the SBA.com website. Um, that talks about these PP, uh, PPP loans that everybody's gravitating towards. And it gives, it puts a little more meat around, you know, what qualifies, what doesn't, how it's going to work. And even that has some inconsistencies in it. Um, so because there's a place in that rule where it talks about you can include your independent contractors. And then a little lower on, it says 
no, you can't include any 1099 people. So, uh, you know, you're, you're spinning around just with that rule. So it's, you know, and then I have a business owner that calls and says, well, what's the rule? And it's, Well, I don't know right now. So it's it's a tough time for detailed questions when we don't have the detail yet, but you want to be helpful. I mean, we're problem solvers. We want to help people. And it's just difficult when you don't have all of the rules yet. Yeah, it makes sense. And um, that's that's kind of what I'm telling everybody I talk to is, you know, you and I were talking before we went on air is no matter what business owner or how much experience we have or um you know, we're just dealing with unknowns on top of unknowns. So it's not just the COVID-19, which is the on the health side, which will we will ultimately get to the other side. We're dealing with the economic factors and everybody, you know, trying to figure out, I don't know, uh, how, you know, what they apply for, what they do. And and my message, uh, Barbara, you know, because as you are going back to you being the, uh, the mayor of Snellville, is we have to kind of, we, we're all, we really are all in this together. And I mean, every community, uh, every region, every state, because this has kind of got to come from the ground up. You agree? Because we've got to look out for each other. And if you get a stimulus check, I mean, some people are going to have to put it to pay bills, but other people use to, maybe can use it to support local businesses. Um, because that's really important to get to the other side of this. Exactly. And that's, you know, there's a lot of people getting stimulus checks that, that really haven't been hurt. Uh, retirees that have retirement income and their social security, they haven't been affected, but they're gonna get the stimulus check. So what I would encourage uh, people who are getting the money and while it's great, um, you know, if you don't really have to have it for rent and utilities and those necessary things, then go ahead and make sure you're spending it with your local businesses. Go to some uh, local businesses that are doing the curbside or takeout food and order from them. Or some of the local businesses that are able to stay open or doing online ordering, order from them so that that money, while it's coming from everywhere, from the federal government, that we can spend it and, and reinvest it right here in our community to help support our workforce. Right. I mean, that's that's spot on. And and I, that's to me, um, you know, we were saying before we went on air, you know, not only not we don't have to rely on the government to do anything. So if we see a person, you know, I know a friend just took some food to a person's house where they were elderly, elderly and couldn't get out and just put it on their front deck. We don't have to wait for the government to tell, you know, as long as we're six feet away to do the next right thing. And sometimes I think we're waiting on every moment instructions and that's we're human beings and we follow it you know, protocol intelligently, correct? Correct. I mean, and there was even a post several weeks ago on Facebook um, that said, why doesn't the governor go ahead and tell us to stay home? And I'm like, why does the governor need to tell us to stay home? I mean, the, the ways to avoid this virus and the ways to avoid the community spread have been preached for the last six weeks. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> when you go out, keep your distance from everyone. Be careful of what surfaces you're touching. Don't put your hands near your face and wash your hands religiously all the time. And if everyone would follow those couple of measures, we wouldn't have the community spread that we're seeing. 
And it's the fact that people aren't paying attention to that. And, you know, some of it too, Ryan, goes back to, you know, for years and years and years, you showed your employer dedication to your job by when you didn't feel good, you powered through. Yeah, that's you right. Know, man, and you came to work that's and, right. oh man, I've got such a horrible cold and I feel terrible, but look, <laughs> I'm here working. I'm here working. And and that's the mindset that has to change. And, and uh, I think over the last couple of years, it has changed some, but I'm hoping that this will truly put it to where um, you know, we're done with that thought process. It's, I don't feel good. I'm staying home. That's Barbara that's spot on because I was one of those, uh, people that, you know, it was a badge of honor to, you know, forge forward and say, you know, I can't slow me down. And I'll tell you one yes. thing I've done my part in this. I've just literally used all my remote facilities to be out. I mean, because I wanted to, I want to practice what I preach and, if everybody would do their part, and I'm talking, let's get local here, people saying, well, you know, it's just a couple of families getting together. And, you know, well, the problem is if, if somebody does have this, it's just continuing to spread and expedite instead of just following. Again, we've been hearing the same thing for six weeks. And, you know, we know that we can get to the other side of this and the curve, but some people are like, well, you know, I feel fine. And I've heard that I feel fine over and over. And then I'd have a friend or a colleague of mine that says a couple of days later, they're showing some symptoms. So it's not, you know, we've all kind of come numb to hearing about COVID-19 and this and that. It is very real. You know, the economic impact is very real. I know we're going to get to the other side and people are like, is that going to be May? Is that going to be early June? I don't really know. I don't even know if you have any thoughts on that. Um, no, I mean, we're relying on what, what everybody else is hearing as well. You know, right now they're projecting a peak in Georgia. Uh, or our area of about April 23rd. Okay. Um, right now, you know, we're keeping tabs with Eastside Medical Centers right here in Snellville. So we're right. keeping tabs on what's going on there um, so that it can help inform what we're doing. Um, so, you know, that all, right now we're holding out pretty well. And I'm just hoping that everybody can buckle down here these next couple of weeks. Let's get past this incubation period. Um so that we can uh, minimize the the impact on the hospital. Yeah. Because when you think about it, everything's being shut down. All the kids are out of school because of the this virus in particular, which makes it different than the swine flu and some of the other big things, breakouts that have come before, is that this one is putting people in critical condition in the hospital. And using up those hospital uh, ICU beds, the ventilators and the respirator. I mean, that's what you're hearing. And I don't, I don't think we should lose sight of the whole overwhelming the hospital. Um, it's not going to stop people from getting sick. But if we can spread how many people are sick at the same time, then then the hospitals and the doctors don't get in the situation of having to decide, well, who's got the better chance of surviving? So right. who's going to go on the vent? No, that's, so, spot, that's spot on. And, you yeah. know, it, it's, it's all, so even I tell my kids, they're like, oh, it doesn't affect, you know, it's the young people. I'm saying, you know, I don't know. Everybody knows who it affects. I see young people, you know, getting it. You, you know, we're dealing with even the best most scientific minds, uh, Barbara, in the, in the world that are discovering new things each day. And I think 
If we follow the protocols, we can't be scared. We can't panic. We're all human beings. God's in control. We're, right. we're, we're going to come back, but we've got to lead. And I always say leaders lead. And leaders doesn't mean you're the mayor of Snellville or I'm a leader in you know, what I do. It means lead, set the example, set the example for your family and business associates, do the right thing. The movie Frozen 2, I watched with my family a few weeks ago, and it says, I think it says, if you're not sure what to do, do the next right thing. And the next right thing is yes. following these guidelines so we can get to the other side, right? Yes, yes, absolutely. I mean, that is, that is everybody's feeling a little helpless. They're getting a little stir crazy and they want to be doing something. Well, just think about it. The best thing you can be doing is staying home and following the guidelines to eliminate one more person that's got to put a burden on the health um you know, our, our health community. Absolutely. So if you can do that and, and keep from giving one other person this virus or putting one person in the hospital or you having to go use the hospital, um, then you're doing your job. So that is, it's, it's the hard part about it is just staying home, especially if you like to get out. I mean, I'm a homebody. I was talking to my daughter. I could, I could be home for a week and a half, two weeks without a problem. Uh, but my husband's different, you know, he's like, I got to get out of here, you know? Um, yeah. So it's, um, but it's, we've all got to do our part. Yeah, I agree. I mean, and you know, I, like I said, I've, I've made up my mind, so I'll keep you posted. I said, I'm just going to knock out this leadership paper, Dr. Paper between today and tomorrow. This is something I could write in my sleep, but I just keep putting it off, you know, cause there's so many bigger things. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and if, if my uh, professor's tuning in, he, he, he'll get a chuckle out of this. But in, in all seriousness, it's just difficult to sit down, you know, but, but I've worked on other things during this time. So probably like you, Barbara, you know, I encourage people. I've been working on a couch to 5K, you know, and I had the couch part down pretty good. Uh, yeah. you know? But, but you know, I'm going to go out and do today, I think week three, day three, just get a little fresh air, stay away from people. Uh, probably like you, you know, everybody wants to stop and talk. And I'm like, I just don't, I want to set the right example and stay away and do what's right. Because I want to, get, I desperately want us to get to the other side of this, which means normalcy. You know, I love sports. You know, seeing sports leagues come back and seeing, you know, events come back again. And um, I guess one thing I was going to ask you. So for our, um, you'll know this, Snellville days. Uh, yes. What's the situation with that? Do you know? Well, we did go ahead and cancel Snellville Days. Um, everybody's going to be getting their Snellville Spirit magazine in the mail this weekend, and it's going to be advertising it because you're in publishing, so you know these <laughs> yeah. kinds of decisions. Yep, I do. We, that went to print uh, at the 1st of March before all of this really blew up and we knew what the situation was. So we made the decision to go ahead and put everything in the magazine and then just cancel it like we would a rain, you know, a rain sure. or thunderstorm issue. Um, but we've gotten to the point, April 1st was kind of our date that we had to make a different decision on snubble days. And we had a, we had a, a delay date that we um, had lined up. But once we got past April 1st and knowing where we are, I mean, that's, is, that event is the first weekend of May. And if this, we're already under this till April 13th with it and they're not expecting the peak to be april 23rd and this financially we can't keep all of those people lined up 
you know, uh, at this point. Uh, we canceled the first food truck Friday, which is the first Friday night in May. And then we've also canceled the Beach Blast, which was the next weekend. And the Beach Blast can't be delayed. It can't be postponed and put on another time because we dumped 60 tons of sand on Oak Road and it interferes with the farmer's market and, right. you know, everything else going on. So that's just uh, an event that you can't push off. Um, well, you know, and so like it's I said, it is. But, and, yeah. but you know, you look, Barbara, and if we get to the last couple of minutes here, because I don't know how long these things record, so I don't want to lose this. But, uh, but you know, you, again, you, you know, I, I, my oldest daughter was coming back from Australia. They had to cancel the study abroad trip. We all self-quarantined, whatever, but we had March Madness tickets. She and I, you know, we, that's something we'd always done together. And then you watched all the, you know, the, the events around the world that have shut down. And it's, it is disheartening. It really is disheartening. But I want to encourage people, you know, we stay together. We stay united. We stay community strong. Um, thanks for your great leadership and Dave Emanuel's great leadership. And I talked yesterday with Mayor uh, Allison, Allison Wilkerson and you know all these communities and you guys work so closely together I thank you guys for what you do uh, and I thank you for taking time uh, as we come to a close of, of you know on a Saturday to give our community um, encouragement so I'll give you the last words if you, people want to reach out to you or you want to say reach out to you you know if they want what, what's something you would say to the person listening right now that's going I'm kids are at home I'm sick of my husband and family I'm going stir crazy how long is this going to last and you don't have that answer I know but what do you give them as encouragement because we will get to the other side we will and I think if everybody does their part I think we can get through this sooner rather than later if everybody keeps you know violating these rules and we keep this community spread going we're going to wind up being isolated even more for a longer period of time. So I, I would just encourage everybody to, to do what they know they're supposed to be doing and to know that we're going to get through this. And, you know, to me, we've just got to get our workforce back to work. We, we just can't have this many people off. So everybody just needs to do what they can, stop the spread, um, so that we can get back to business as usual. Uh, and we can do this. Absolutely. We can do this. And, and I think if we, if we change our mindset just a little bit, that instead of being stuck at home, we just change that phrasing to we're safe at home. Absolutely. I have my family around me and we're safe here. Right. And, and, you know, we all, as we close, you know, we've all been talking for years, we're slammed, we're drowning, we're buried, we're, you know, never get to stuff. And I encourage people to use this time to kind of reframe, reset, uh, get to some things you say you don't ever have time to do and, you know, make the best of it and, and, and get, get to know yourself better, you know? And like you said, you know, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, so that's a great advice. I, we've got, you know, we're finishing up here. We've got Mayor Barbara Bender with us, Mayor Snellville, also uh, owner of uh, Barbara Bender CPA, <laughs> digesting as a small business, all the changes and uh, I'll, I'll wrap us up. But Barbara, thank you so much for coming on the show today. I sure appreciate it. Thank you, Ryan. Thanks for having me. You are so welcome. All right, folks, this is another Community Connections. Uh, we guest Mayor Barbara Bender-Snevel today, and thanks for tuning in. We will see you next time. This has been the Community Connection Show with Ryan Sowers. Stay on the lookout for new or past shows with community leaders wherever you listen to your podcasts. And if you want to see the video interview of any show, visit communityconnectionstv.com. Thanks for tuning in, everyone, and we will see you next time.